It's Monday. It's Monday, and we're back in the office. I am excited to be here. I hope you are, too. Uh, welcome to Ask a Traffic Cop. My name is Sean Shapiro. I'm that uh, traffic cop on social media that answers traffic and police questions Monday to Friday from 10 to 11, assuming I'm in the office. It's sort of the way it goes. I have done this from home before, uh, but I try and actually be home at home and, and not here. Anyway, long story short, the weekend is over. We're back to work and bring your questions. If you don't know how to ask those questions, let me break it down for you. We are broadcasting on a number of platforms right now. And, well, the one you're seeing me on is the one you're on, but it may not be the best one for you. How do you know which one's better? Let me tell you. TikTok is great. We have lots and lots and lots and lots of people who watch us on TikTok. JD is here and is moderating, allowing people from TikTok to ask questions. But if you are on YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Kick, you can ask questions directly without the intervention of a moderator. It's like autopilot. You just ask the question. I see it. Gone. JD only has to moderate on TikTok, but there are many, many people on TikTok, so uh, it's good that he's here. We thank you. He's awesome. Uh, now, if you are on X or the platform formerly known as Twitter, you can see us, but we can't see you. That's right. Your questions will not be heard. What you need to do is go over to YouTube or any of the other platforms to be able to be heard. Yeah. Trafficcop.ca will allow you that opportunity. There are links to all of our social media platforms there, and we would ask kindly that you follow us, like us, subscribe to us, whatever the button and key phrase word stuff uh, associated with the platform you're on, please do that. We, we, you know, it, it helps. It helps. Uh, huh. we, got a, we got some interesting questions about what's my favorite truck. Okay, we'll talk about this. Uh, if you are, what's the other thing I was going to tell you about? Hmm. Okay, I got to tell you about my dad uh, and renewing license plates. What else do I have to talk to you about? I don't know. We'll get into it. I'll, I'll remember it as we go. <laughs> but I do hope you had a great weekend. Which button am I pressing here? Which one? Is this, this one? I think it's this one. I think it is. Yeah, there we go. Uh, if you didn't know, I download these episodes and put them up so they're available as podcasts so you can watch them after the show. Uh, and you can listen to them while you drive without burning your data or breaking the law. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, good morning to Stephen Bell, who says, hi, good morning. And uh, in the air, really? Okay, so Chase is watching today in the air while on a WestJet flight back from the prairies. I think this might be the very first time that anyone has been watching us while flying live. Wi-Fi in the air is pretty cool. I hope they're not paying, you're paying, like, I hope it's unlimited because that would be expensive. Joining me in the studio, Sergeant Murray Campbell, who is uh, just uh, in, just entered, just sliding towards the desk and, and now turning up the volume. Hello, Sean. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. And you may have caught that uh, caught that just now about the, uh, the fact that Chase is on a plane. On a plane watching us? Yes. Wow. I, I feel special. You know what? It's it's good to see. It's good to see. Chase is a, a really good follower of ours. A regular member. A uh, regular member and comes up with some really, really awesome questions. Questions that make us go, hmm. hmm. Yes, and most of the time we find out answers. Most of the time. But he's also on the Telegram group uh, where we chat offline. We found that we have another pl place that we're, we're chatting. Uh, so the Telegram group is there. I don't wonder if I have a link to the Telegram group at trafficcop.ca. I'm not sure if I do, uh, but we'll we'll have to figure that out. Uh, let's see here. We've got 
Evandro, who is uh, is saying good morning, everyone. Your Brazilian fan is watching again, and he is he is of course uh, a Portuguese speaker and a Spanish speaker, and he takes our content and rephrases it and and translates it on his own channel so he can share it with his community. That's pretty which awesome, is fantastic. And he says good morning, Sergeant. Uh, we have Preston Sibley. Okay, he's got questions about cell phones. Oh, I forgot to to mention. Uh, a zombie who is uh, who is here and watching with a good morning. Uh, let's see. We got what else? Uh, Waddell. Waddell. You know, I read your name all the time. I don't know if I've ever pronounced it out loud. Is it Waddell or Waddell? Either way. Good morning. And I see your question here. Uh, Going to flag a bunch of these so we don't lose order because order of operations is important. Also, good morning to those watching on Instagram. I, I know I talked about Instagram earlier. But uh, it's it's the you guys over here as I point to the screen. There we go. <laughs> I seem so small on Instagram because you're close up to the. Uh, you move, move closer. I move closer. over. Make room. You are well much bigger than me, anyways. But I feel really short on Instagram. Well, because you're 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 like you're like further away. It's a whole optical illusion. Really, uh, yeah. I was gonna try to make a joke out of it, but I'm just gonna leave it alone. Uh, automobile addiction has a question. Okay, we got we can go into suspensions. Consequences for riding dirt bikes on main roads. Okay, seven messages in the queue. And earlier there was a question about who says no audio. No audio. Are we getting are any issues with audio? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller. Bueller. Uh, Bueller. Because. Uh, okay, I, I'm assuming. Hey Emma, how you doing? Good morning. Uh, audio is great. Okay, good. Thank you. Somebody said that there was no audio, so that uh, I'm glad that that is not the case. But there Turn was... up the volume. Yes, your volume may be down. <laughs> okay, they said actually it's back. Okay, cool. Um, sometimes we have issues with audio. We can't actually uh, uh, know until you tell us because we just keep talking. And I've, got, I've done that where people are like, hey, and the stream just starts erupting with all these messages of uh, we can't hear you. And uh, they don't know why this happens, so we refresh our browser and sometimes it works. Uh, and JD says, "Video killed the radio star." <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get, let's get into some actual uh, stuff and things. So, Preston said, "Oh no, the question was first. What is my favorite truck? I don't have a favorite. Well, I like the H1, the Hummer H1. I think that's the coolest truck around." I'm sorry, your favorite truck, favorite car, favorite truck, just favorite. They said a favorite truck, but my favorite vehicle. Like if I could pick one vehicle, I think I've always wanted a Hummer H1. I've driven them. I think they're really cool. They don't go very fast, but they look mean. I like that. 427 Shelby Cobra. Okay, what about trucks? Not trucks. A, a 427 Shelby Cobra is pretty awesome. I don't think I'd be able to get my right leg in it, but it would be really cool to put it, like, turn it into a oh, coffee we're table. We're just talking trucks and well, well, they asked trucks specifically. Oh, okay. Trucks? Eh, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite one or not. Trucks? I mean, I, I did put a deposit down on a Cybertruck. On a, like five years ago. On a Tesla Cybertruck? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because I think they're cool and bulletproof-ish, <laughs> ish. Not not yeah. not ball bearing proof, but both apparently mm -hmm. bulletproof. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, big trucks. I like big trucks. I cannot lie. Uh, Preston simply says, "Can I go on my phone when there's a train passing or the boat bridge is up?" And the answer is, in the province of Ontario, you are driving unless you are legally parked in a place where you could leave your vehicle legally parked. And if you are stopped at a red light or uh, the train is passing, that is not a parking place. You're still obligated to be paying attention, to be you're, you're in command of that vehicle. You couldn't get out and walk away legally. 
so you could be charged for cell phone offenses for distracted driving. Now, I understand, uh, you know, that sometimes it, you could be sitting there for a while and there's no moving traffic that you are aware of, but pedestrians and cyclists and other people may be coming up. So, but, yeah, technically, no, you can't. And what about your shattered kaboom? I mean, it's very rare when that, that train's derailed, but if, you, if there was any inkling of something happening, you want to be paying attention. Just in case. Just, I, I have a feeling if it's going to affect you, then... You want to know about it? You, well, and there's nowhere to go. That's when you... I think, I, I'd, I think I'd rather not see that coming. Mm, I don't know. Depends on if it's like going to be one of those <laughs> slow motion things where I don't know how fast these... I don't watch these things on TV. I, I, I was in a hotel. I told a story all the time. I was in a hotel when a train hit a tanker truck on the tracks, and that was a big kaboom. A kaboom? You I, was, I was not in the traffic right in front, but it, there was a, uh, a, a sheriff's deputy that got out and saved the people in front of him, pulled wow. them out of the vehicle. So there is a reason to pay attention. Uh, okay, so Woodell Engineering has the question of, is it legal to make a double right turn if the lane is not marked? So what is a double right turn if uh, to you? Is that making a wide turn where you don't end up in the curb lane? Like This is a, one of those things I'm not really sure what you mean by double right. I'm, I'm going to say probably a multi-lane highway to a multi-lane highway, and you're making a right turn not from the inside to the inside lane like you're supposed to, but from the next lane out. I'm going to get some drawings because if you have two right turn lanes, then each lane has a distinct place that you would have to end. So the curb lane to curb lane and... The one to its right would end up in the one to its right, if that's what you were talking right, but about. But if you're going one-way road to another one-way road with mm -hmm. multiple lanes going the same direction, mm -hmm. can you make a right turn from the second lane from the curb to the second lane from the curb? If it was a if it was a legal turning lane. If it was a turning lane. So what you're saying is it has to be marked. Oh, and he's saying if it's not marked. So if it's not marked, then no. Oh, I'm glad you're here to decipher that. I wasn't, I wasn't picking up what he's putting down. Uh, let's see here. And I'd agree with you. I'm glad we, we agree on a lot of stuff. Not everything. But <laughs> uh, so Zombie wants to know, is there a charge for not going when the light turns green? I sat behind someone for three minutes today while someone just looked everywhere except at the traffic lights. Yeah, probably on their phone. Well, if it's everywhere, it's unlikely they were, maybe they lost their phone. They were looking everywhere for it. But it, uh, the, the charges failed to proceed, or sorry, it's, it's. Green light failed to proceed as direct. That's the one. I was thinking about uh, proceed before green. I had the order, again, this order of operations today. Uh, what is this? I so yes, am, there's points and $110 fine for that one. I am Boy Mom says, good morning to the good sergeant. Good morning. Okay. Uh, Evandro wants to know about following too closely. What is the penalty points and amount of the fine? We'll look it that, up to get you the, the, be the best answer possible. Find out for you. I believe it's $110. And I and I I would assume there's three demerit points. I'm guessing this is pure guess. So I'm I'm gonna say it's more. Mm. I'm looking for more stuff. Uh, well, that is not helping. <laughs> I'm gonna pin some more questions. Uh, let's see here. Scrolling back, uh, we got that. We got like that. Stephen Bell, for some reason, thought it was... Okay, we're going to come back and read that after. Uh, blam, blam. Uh, what I... Oh, what I get in trouble for wearing a Toronto Police shirt. Ian says, hi, guys. Hi, guys. And... So you were correct and incorrect. 
Oh, how many points was it actually? It's four points. Oh, see, I thought three points. Yeah. So $110 and four points. Yep. Good morning to Tim. Uh, let's see here. Oh. And follow too closely is one of those charges that it's subjective, right? You have to take into account the speed, um, the traffic flow, things like that. You're probably at some point following way too closely if you do end up rear-ending somebody. So but there is a point in time where you're, it's an absolute follow too closely. Like that one second before you crash out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we've got some questions about driving slowly on the phone or the drive through We'll talk about that. Where is it? Oh. Okay, we'll come back to this. 11 questions in the hopper. So we, we've covered the, uh, the following too closely question. Uh, here is a question about why cars have blue letter plates and trucks have black letter plates. Well... One ha- the black plates are truck plates very specifically, and and trucks that have not them, always. They're not trucks aren't trucks. Not always on trucks. Well, black letter plates are commercial motor vehicle plates. No, mm. pickup trucks are commercial motor vehicles by definition, but have a sticker on it for personal use only. True. So uh, if you look at, um, for example, um, Rogers minivans or Bell Canada minivans, they have black plates. They are commercial motor vehicles, and they have black plates on their minivan. See, I was trying to, as I'm entering, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to decipher, because you've got SUVs that are that are not on truck frames, so they get blue plates, even though they're still trucks. So, but they're not truck frames. Right, but a, a pickup truck originally, when it was designed back in the 50s, was a commercial vehicle used for work. It has now morphed into, everybody drives a pickup truck. They're cool. They're passengers, so they, they had to create a... Um, a, a designation for them, commercial for personal use only. But you know what bugs me is we talked about this a lot actually in the, in the fact that the trucks don't seem to have the not for personal, sorry, not for commercial use stickers on them anymore. So I've always had, whenever I've had a pickup truck, a sticker on my license plate that said not for commercial use or for personal use. And apparently that's not happening anymore. No. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The ministry changes things and we are usually... The last, last to know. Uh, automobile addiction wants to know if you can lose your license for 30 days, can you drive on the 31st day or do you need to wait till you go to court? So I'm glad you asked this because it's not about court, but when you are suspended, you have to go and get your vehicle or your license reinstated. And you can't actually do that until you've ex- expired your suspension. And, uh, and you have to apply for it. And, of course, because it's the government, you have to pay a reinstatement fee. Which is close to $300, I think. Yeah, it's kind of expensive. 280 or something like that. And then you have to wait for it to process. And it takes about four business days, from my understanding. Yeah. So, so 30 th- days turns into 35 days. If you're on time. If you go right away and do it. But uh, it's good that you asked that question, because I bet you there's a lot of people who go, oh, I'm good, 31 days, let's go drive. And then you're driving while suspended still. Uh, or is it? Would, you, would it be drive no license? I wonder if it, I, well, you wouldn't be under suspension anymore. So then would be. But drive, your license would not be valid. Mm-hmm. Drive no license. Uh, not good, but but less not good than driving while under suspension. They're both bad, and you have no insurance when this happens. All sorts of bad things, because uh, insurance companies, oddly enough, won't won't cover you when you're not insured when you're not licensed. Yep. Funny how they work like that. Uh, okay, we covered that. Consequences for riding dirt bikes on the roads. 
this can get pretty salty. Like, it's, can I can I think of the ways? Oh my goodness! Well, the the first one, and I think it's the go to, is it's not insured for the road. You may have insurance for ownership. You may have trail insurance if that's a thing, but you are not insured to operate on on, on the road uh, because you're not a legal vehicle for the road. Right. Um, if you go into the minutia of it, plates, your driver's license, improper tires, me, no me. horn, no headlight, no tail lights, turn signals. <laughs> Um, no uh, safety sticker, no, like you could, you, you could spend the entire day just writing tickets for a dirt bike on the road. It would be expensive. And the, and of course the most expensive one that I can think of is the no insurance, which comes with a five to $25,000 fine and up to six months in jail. And then everything else is added on top of that. So I, I would say that it's just a bad idea. Yeah. When I was younger with my dirt bike, I would. Push it, push it across the roads and then jump back on again if I was crossing the road. Or when I was riding to the field that I was allowed to ride in, I would push it down the road. I was totally thinking you were going to say that you just broke the law, but no, you did not. No, I actually I actually didn't. I told the story uh, on TikTok. Actually, it's an old story. I reposted an old video on this, uh, uh, on this day feature. And it was talking about the fact that back in the day, a friend of mine uh, put a mannequin on the back of his motorcycle, blonde hair, flowing in the wind, no helmet, and rode in the HOV lane thinking he'd get away with it. And he got stopped and he got charged. But people thought, you know, this was me opening up and telling, you know, I knew a friend. No, it's actually not me. Uh, I would not have done that. I, also, where were you, where do you get a mannequin? Yeah. I don't know. There's a movie about... That's a different... I, would, I talked about that movie recently. It was a mannequin movie. comes alive? Yeah, I like that movie. Uh, for some... What is this? Stephen Bell says, for some reason I thought... It, it is 18 for you to get your own seatbelt fine. My mother-in-law said it is 16 uh, to get an own seatbelt. And your mother-in-law is correct. Uh, as a child, the driver is responsible. Yep. And at 16, you become uh, responsible for yourself in that regard. Yep. At 16 years old, you're able to operate a motor vehicle by mm -hmm. yourself. So you should be responsible enough to put on your own seatbelt. You can also sign yourself out of school. That was the weirdest thing for me. I thought, you know, you could, I'm sick. I'm going to sign my own sick card at, six, at, at 16. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, your your mother-in-law is right. Uh, oh, so this is would I get into trouble if I wore if I wear the Toronto police shirt without impersonating a police officer? So if you're wearing a uniform shirt, yeah, you can get into trouble. If you're wearing a uh, like if you're wearing it and you're putting yourself out there to be a police officer, uh, if you're wearing a Toronto police, we we have merch that we sell in our gift shop at the, at the museum store. Yep. You can't get into trouble for wearing it unless you were trying to, again, say you were a police officer. If you if you put on a uniform shirt and are walking around with it, the the public is generally going to assume that you're a police officer and you're holding yourself out to be a police officer if you have a recognizable Toronto Police uniform shirt on. Uh, we have uniform shirts for special constables, for parking enforcement. They're all different mm -hmm. because they're not police officers. If you're putting it on, yeah, you're going to get stopped. You're going to get questioned. People are going to call. Um, if you're driving around with a police car, it says police on the back. Yeah. And, you know, it looks like a Toronto police car. Are you holding yourself out? You may not be doing anything. You may not be saying you're a police officer, but people are going to believe it. So. And truthfully, this is something you should, it's a controlled piece of clothing. You shouldn't be getting your hands on one of these to begin with. Um, but I, I'm assuming you were going by way of, like, buying a T-shirt at the gift shop. And the only thing that I would really caution you about is not everybody likes the police. You may be a, a wonderful supporter of police, uh, but you know you may find yourself in a sticky situation because 
to wearing something that shows our colors and uh, uh, our, our crest, our logo. It, it can be controversial in some areas. Yep, absolutely. So be, be careful. We truly appreciate the, the love if you if you do want to wear it. And I, and I will admit that I've worn Toronto stuff when I was aspiring to become a police officer. I, I bought the T-shirts. I, I went to, uh, and, and when I got onto the auxiliary, I bought myself a, a sweatshirt. And like, I was really excited. And it, 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 it's okay. But 23 years ago, it was a little bit different. People were, were less mad at the yeah. police. So yeah. just don't want to see you get hurt. Uh, let's see. Evandro says his favorite truck is a TRX 700 horsepower. Oh, yeah, a Ram TRX. Yes, I can't say. Is that like the power wagon that that that? No, 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 no. This is a, a pure. Um, it's a it's the large Hemi supercharged. It is the equal engine to the Dodge Demon, like super, super, super fast. Um, similar to a Raptor. Okay, but not a Raptor. But not a Raptor because Ford only has you know that amount of horsepower coming out of a six cylinder. That That's has a, that has 700 horsepower and torque as well. Oh, I've not kept up on my uh, my current vehicle game. I'm still on a dis. My favorite vehicle is discontinued, and it doesn't go fast and doesn't doesn't yeah. But you can put a giant turret on the top of it. Well, yeah, you the could. H1. My favorite vehicle was discontinued in the 60s. Which one's that? Oh, the the Cobra. Yeah. You could, would you buy a kid? Is that is, would that would that suffice? Only if I could build it myself. Which okay. I would love to do. I, I don't know if I'd buy a, a finished kit car. But oh, I, like somebody else built it. Right. How do you trust that? No, Shelby actually, Shelby America actually makes finished cars that you can actually buy. And they're original Shelbys because... Today they, now? They yeah. still do? But, they, but it's a kit car. And you can order it with different specifications in it. But still not the same as the, same, uh, the original. Mm. Yeah, I like old cars. I do like old cars in general. All right. Is there a ticket for driving slowly in the passing lane? There's a ticket for driving slowly anywhere. Yes. If you're impeding traffic. Yeah, there's unnecessary slow driving as a charge. And uh, interesting, I was talking about the fact that somebody who was impaired last weekend or the weekend before last, I was charged for doing, it was pulled over because they were doing 60 and a 100. And one of the comments said, that's the posted minimum in Quebec for their highways. It is. That said, it would be lawful to do 60. Uh, it would be. Interesting. But... You look at the reasonableness of it and why are they doing 60, and you'd have to investigate. And turn out it would be, you know, the impaired driving kind of gave it away. It was a hint. So uh, passing lane, uh, fail to facilitate passing. If you're specifically doing it in the passing lane, you're slowing people down and blocking them. And the OPP regularly discuss the fact that there's, there's a law about uh, uh, slower moving traffic to stay right. There's apparently another wording of it. Uh, we found it before. I don't always find it. I, I, my problem is that if you're doing the speed limit, there should be nobody going above the speed limit. I have a difficulty laying a charge in that. So I understand it happens. I, we had one of our viewers who, who uh, they told us they got charged for doing, uh, for unnecessary slow driving, I believe is what they were charged for, doing 105 in the passing lane. And they beat it in court. So they came back later and told us that they were successful in court because how do you charge someone for going above the speed limit and not being fast enough? So it was, in, it was very interesting. Um, yeah, and different jurisdictions may handle this charge differently, so yep. it, it is interesting. Uh, but so there, there are tickets for this it, it, to simply answer your question. And you have to look at the whole set of circumstances. Are you in the fast lane slowing, and they call it the fast lane, the passing lane, mm -hmm. are you slowing down everybody? Is there a huge lineup behind you? Are you driving right beside the car beside you? 
on purpose, not oh, to allow bouncing. And that's a whole different uh, that that yeah, or you intentionally, you know, swerving to avoid or to pre to prevent people from passing, which could be stunt driving. There's a ton of different charges, and it really depends on what's being done and why. And and you know, are you driving slowly because it's slippery out, or you saw something up ahead, or there's a herd of goats in front of you? Like all these things are possible. A herd of goats. Yeah, it happens. Uh, Seventy-four vet wants to know if you hit someone that's brake checking you, who's who's at fault in Ontario? Brake checking is very a, a very specific thing. That's not stopping. That's not slowing down. That is hammering your brakes to cause a collision or to cause someone to have a heart attack. It is it is it is not legal. It is potentially careless, if not criminal, dangerous, uh, or, or somewhere in the spectrum in between. So once again, the whole set of circumstances has to be known. Yes. Are they brake checking you because you're riding right their bumper? And they want you to back off. Not lawful, first of all, but maybe they're communicating with you saying, hey, yes. you're committing an offense as well. But there's a difference between tapping your brakes and lighting up your brake uh, in a light versus hammering your brakes and locking it up, causing a collision. Right. So brake checking, it depends on what we're actually talking about. Brake checking, 100% dangerous driving. Yeah. It's in, it's criminal intent, right? Yep. Um, and some people are doing it in conjunction with insurance fraud. They're trying to cause collisions. So... Could you be charged for following too close if you were truly following too close? Yeah, it's possible. Here's one thing. Most people don't have dash cameras, and it would be a hard time uh, proving that someone changed lanes, got in front of you with reasonable space being left. What they end up having is a collision where they say that you hit them and you say that they brake checked, and you end up being responsible for because there's no independent witness or no proof. So, A, this is an endorsement of having a dash cam of any kind, whether it's a high-quality, low-quality. Something is better than nothing. 100%. Um, and then you would have a defense, potentially, against brake checking. Otherwise, brake checking very often turns into an insurance claim. And if somebody is doing it, get away from that person. Slow down. Yeah. Move over. There's a really, a really good case for people not following too closely, which, oddly enough, is something you're not supposed to do. Really? Yeah. There's a law about that? They said they wrote it down somewhere. Yep, probably they did. Uh, we got a question about going to their phone in a drive-thru. So under the Highway Traffic Act of Ontario, you are not allowed to use your cell phone or entertainment device or have a screen visible to you while you're on the highway. drive throughs are rarely, if ever, I don't think it ever, I'm going to say never on the road. Um, border crossing. That'd be a drive-thru. Sort of. That'd be a road. Yeah, I so probably, probably wouldn't want to drive through using my cell phone. Don't uh, don't crash into somebody. Don't not pay attention because there's lots of pedestrians mm -hmm. around. But is it lawful to use a cell phone in drive through Yes. It is not on the highway. Thus, that law, that particular law, does not apply. Now, stunt driving, different. it is a law that applies to private property. So don't stunt drive on private property. Don't stunt drive anywhere. Uh, but but cell phone okay for drive through, which would really helps for collecting points at Timmy's. Yeah, you should be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Johnson wants to know if it's illegal to wear a polo with the words "cadet" and "student patrol" on it. Uh, well, student patrol is pretty clear that you are not a police officer, and cadet could mean anything. Uh, there used to be a place called Cadet Cleaners. <laughs> I, I I need to know what the shirt says and what you're doing with it. If you are not a cadet or student patrol, and you are not, you're trying to, uh, you know. Put yourself out as someone who helps people so you can victimize them. I see that as a problem. It really depends. Is there an organization that issues you this shirt to be on the school premises? 
doing things or are you just making this yourself? So you, it, is, it really depends. But there's nothing that specifically says you can't wear a shirt that says cadet. That's true. There's nothing that says you can't wear a shirt that says student patrol. Although I see, the, I see the potential for really creepy stuff here and I see the potential for good stuff here. It depends on your intent and what you're doing with it. Uh, yeah. So I'm now really interested to know, are you, are you starting a student patrol? Okay, uh, Chase, is, uh, what does he say? If someone from another province shipped a radar detector here, could they be charged under the Highway Traffic Act? Uh, that's a unique question, Chase. And under the Highway Traffic Act, I don't, specifically under the Highway Traffic Act, I don't think you could be charged. You have to be in possession of it to be charged. Yeah, because there's the whole, you know, you can't, you can't possess transport, um, so, and, and even transporting it. The shipping company is only allowed to transport it out, right? Technically, I believe so, and it has to be in its original um, original shipping uh, container, like a original box with a seal unbroken. Yeah, so th there's some there's some caveats there. At the end of the day, we would hope that no one's trying to buy things that are illegal and to possess things that are illegal to use things that are illegal because they're illegal. Just saying. And we have an awful lot of power under the Highway Traffic Act when it comes to radar detectors. Just on the pure belief that you have one in your car allows us to search not only your car everywhere in your car, but you as well. And, Which and really is a, is, a, is a huge leap into somebody's personal space. Now, for those that don't know that this is a conversation that we have on a regular basis, a radar detector or a laser jammer or a device that would prevent police from measuring your speed and enforcing the Highway Traffic Act is illegal in the province of Ontario. You can't buy it, sell it, transport it, or use it, and, um, and possess it, of course. I think they covered that. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So the deal is that it's $170, three demerit points, and of course you lose the item. Um, and it's just good to know that that not all provinces are illegal, but it's very illegal here. Yep. And, and I don't know why any province allows them at all, but uh, alas, that is not up to me. Just looking for some new stuff. Alas. Alas. Oh, that's quite the word. I, I rarely use it, but I, I, do, I do appreciate that word. Uh, If war breaks out on our soil, is your department prepared? Um, are we're not the war people, <laughs> but but there are uh, we we are the police people. War is generally a military operation. Are we prepared? Yeah, we had a big protest go on this weekend. Quite a large protest go on this weekend. Um, we had we had plans in place to respond to that, mm -hmm. and yes, we're, we we don't know what is happening just like the rest of the world doesn't know what's happening right now. Um, and we react the best we can to what situations are presented to us. Best I can say. I agree with with, with everything the sergeant says. <laughs> well, in that, in this, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Bear Nish. That's, 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 oh, that's, that's the question we just answered. Yep. Officer Lucas Lima from Peel Regional Police is watching one of my favorite officers and my friend. Cool. Hi, Officer, Hi, Officer Lucas Lima. From Peel Regional Police. Uh, we've got, oh, why don't the police uh, charge dangerous drivers based on video submission? Um, Sometimes they do. I, I was going to say, what makes you think that we don't? Um, there are certain elements that are required in order to lay charges, and if they can be met based on the video evidence shown, then we can use that. Um, sometimes it's not enough to lay a charge, but it's enough to start a report, and that starts a trail of evidence, and uh, and, and and the watching starts. You know, if we see someone do something else, we may put two and two together. 
Yeah, we have a, an awful lot of elements that we have to um, have to satisfy before we put the charge before the court, and that includes the identity of the driver, the location, the, the date and time, things like that. If one of those we cannot prove, then we're, we can't lay a charge. We don't go around just charging willy-nilly because we think. Um, we do have to have the proof to go along with it. So sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, but either way, send it to us. We'll work with it. Yes, we will certainly do uh, our part to uh, take it to the next step if we can. And nothing is more frustrating than getting something like that and knowing we're not being able to prove it. The Grinch says good morning. I'll be a daily good morning. Hey, if you're watching and you don't know who we are, my, uh, well, I was going to say where names are. I'm not speaking properly. My name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service, and I host this Ask a Traffic Cop thing. And sitting next to me is Sergeant Murray Campbell, who often joins me right here talking about stuff and things. Stuff and things. Yes. Uh, can, we draw, can we drink coffee while driving? Don't spill it. Well, that there is that. Drinking it isn't a problem. If it negatively impacts your ability to safely operate your motor vehicle, that's a problem. You know, sometimes people really get wrapped up in the great coffee moment. You know, it could be a problem. Coffee? Uh, yes, it can, uh, you know, impact it. Cereal? Oatmeal? Oh, I've seen many sandwiches. a meal. I've seen many a soup. A soup, soup and, bowl? Yeah. yeah. No. That would be clearly careless. Uh, let's see here. Is it illegal? And I know I'm taking some questions out of uh, out of order while I'm finding things to flag. Uh, Calvin wants to know if it's illegal to make a U-turn at a red light. Yes. If the light is red, it is a no-go zone. Yes. <laughs> you know? Except for right turns when legal and and safe. Um, you know, assuming signs aren't there prohibiting it. Cannot cross that white line until it is green. Otherwise, you get that char that charge I was I started to talk about, which is proceed before green. Yep. That's no good. That's no good. Uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, Radic says, can I move my queen-size mattress on top of my car's roof without a roof rack? It's less about the roof rack and more about the method of securement that makes it secure. Because I have seen some amazing things levitating, looks like a, yep. like like flying up with nothing more than twine, uh, unregulated uh, rope and not, not legal. But if you have straps that are rated, uh, that could be safe. Could be possible. I'm uh, I'm not sure the width of a queen size mattress, but 101 inches is the maximum allowable on our roads. Uh, so keep aware of that. If it's wider than that, you need a special permit to transport it. And that's and where signage. And that's where pickup trucks that can hold that vertically would come in handy. Yeah. Uh, See, everybody needs a truck. I tell you, they're the best thing ever. You you make friends you didn't know you you. That's only way I have friends. <laughs> it's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I can tell you that a pickup truck, uh, when someone needs to move something in a hurry, uh, they, they know exactly who to call. Oh, yeah. 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 A, a friend of mine was moving uh, offices one night, and they had been the victim of a moving scam. So the, the moving company took their money and said, great, we'll move the stuff. And they held their stuff ransom uh, down the street saying, well, you, you only paid half. Well, the contract said this. It says, well, that's not the price today. Uh, and police got involved, and what ended up happening was everything had to be unloaded into the parking lot where they were waiting for their, their second uh, money in, in injection. Yep. Uh, and then we did like 10 trips from the parking lot with my pickup truck. At the end of the day, this was a scam. It was something that was that, that police were aware of, but you have to be very careful, protect yourself, and know a friend with a pickup truck. Uh, let's see here. Can we get charged for driving an electric vehicle on a sidewalk like an e-bike or a scooter? 
Why, yes, you can, especially in the city of Toronto, where mm-hmm. uh, where those are not permitted. In fact, in Toronto, uh, unless you are under the age of 14, you cannot ride a bicycle on the sidewalk. And when it comes to e-bikes and e-kick scooters, well, they're not permitted on the on. on well, have to be 16 to operate a uh, an e-bike, which makes it no for the sidewalk. And there are bylaws that say you shall not. So just all around, it depends on where you are. Some places you might be able to. Yep. Um, oh, okay. While I flag other things, we'll we'll bring this one totally out of order. But I'm I'm busy flagging more stuff. Uh, what is the legal limit not to get a DUI with alcohol? Well, point zero five. We'll take your license away for a little while. Point zero eight will charge you with operate over eighty, or operate eighty and above is a new wording. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you cannot get charged even if you're less than that. Um, if you're impaired, and even a small amount of alcohol can can impair you, uh, you could get charged with impaired driving. So there is a difference between operating eighty and above and impaired driving. Sometimes you get charged with both. Yeah, and, and impairment could be any level of impairment. People think that it ha- you have to hit that number. No, impairment could be anything outside of what's uh, acceptable, and uh, it, that is entirely separate than the alcohol rating, which is basically what you just said. But yep. it, it, it really is. Uh, someone can have a small amount of alcohol and have tremendous effects from it. They're still impaired. Others can have a large amount of alcohol and seem pretty sober, pretty normal, but they're still over 0.08. It's wild. The best thing is drive sober. No drugs, no alcohol. Simple. Just go mess with that. So many options. No, There's no good that can come from driving uh, with drugs or alcohol in your system. Over the weekend, we did catch one that was over 300. Oh, wow. That's, uh, that's pretty high. That's a professional. That's pretty high. Okay. Uh, if a city vehicle is parked on the shoulder with its arrow board on, are you required to move over? So this is, does it qualify under the slow down, move over, uh, like, are you, like, if you don't move over and you just drive into the back of it, it's a problem. So, <laughs> what do you? What, so it would it would be a maintenance vehicle that mm-hmm. I'm thinking you're you're talking about. I think the uh, the law is emergency vehicles or tow trucks. Yeah, it's police, fire, ambulance, or specifically naming tow trucks. I don't know if it counts or if they've included mechanics or any other kind of or if they fall under the category of emergency vehicle uh, in in that regard. At the end of the day, whether you have to or not, these are people working on the road. They're there and they deserve to be safe. Uh, you know whether or not you get a charge for it is irrelevant. You could hurt someone, uh, and you could be responsible for hurting them. Uh, thus, you would find yourself paying for that for the rest of your life, and your insurance and and things like that would all be impacted negatively. Uh, we'll we'll look to see if it meets the definition, but uh, it it shouldn't matter because it's the right thing to do. Make way for these people who are working to get the roads uh, either repaired getting somebody off the road. Maybe they're there to protect other people who are stopped. Uh, it's just the right thing to do. So while, while Sergeant Campbell looks for exact yeah, wording, just, uh... Uh, I, will, I will move on. Is there a learner's permit for Can-Am Spider? Yes. It's a motorcycle learning permit. Uh, yes and no. Would an M1 not cover it? So it is an M1 uh, M. M1 so it has M? A, it has a condition that is M which means you're only allowed to operate three-wheeled motorcycles. For even for the M1? Yes. So if you get the M2 or a full M with an M condition, you're only able to operate a three-wheeled motorcycle. Uh, I, 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 For some reason, I think that the M1 is M1, and then M2M or M... Sorry, yes, you are correct. Okay. M, M2M, and M because M1 is just a rim. 
Right. So that covers you for so an M1 would cover you for the Spider or any motorcycle qualified vehicle, and then the M2 um, portion, you can stop with the M2 and never get an M, which could give you an M2M. I think that's how that's that correct. works. Yep. Okay. So that you could you could never complete your M, but then you'd be limited to three wheel. Yeah. I'm a little I'm a little out of touch when it comes to these things, uh, but I I'm, yeah we, we got it. So uh, the answer to the city truck question, mm -hmm. uh, no, it uh, limits it to emergency vehicle or tow truck. But again, it shouldn't matter because the idea is to not hurt anybody while you're out driving around. So if right. you see them move over, it's a, it's the courteous and right thing to do. Uh, how can I obtain it? Oh, and it doesn't mean you couldn't be charged for careless. If like you were to like buzz the tower when they were working there, that doesn't mean if a police officer didn't see you doing something or dangerous or, or dangerous. Yeah, because yep. uh, know that they might be out of their vehicle working. So. Okay, moving on. How can I, what is this? How can I obtain a copy of a police stop report? So if you're talking about you being charged by the police for something, then you have a case uh, against you and you could ask for disclosure at court. That would be a, a something like that. If you were ticketed, there'd be a record. When you go to court to fight it, you could ask for that and there would be a record of whatever happened. If you're talking about uh, you were stopped and asked a question and you went on with your day, um, that's a different story. Yep, any reports are available from Toronto Police. You have to apply for it through uh, Forty College, which is our headquarters. Now you can go in, you get a copy of your uh, collision report, you can get a copy of any report. Um, freedom of information requests are made all the time. Yeah, and and there may not be a report. If I just, if I, I don't write a report if I stop and say hello to somebody. Um, so it really depends on the context of what you're asking. There may not be something, but you can certainly make requests. Uh, and the FOI is sort of that, that yep. yeah, Freedom of Information Act. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Unsolved Mystery has a question. If someone needs immediate medical assistance, can you break the speed limit to go to the hospital? No. I understand the reason why someone would want to, yep. um, because there's a belief that you're going to do some good. The problem is you might create some new patients being, and you could be one of them. So there's no law that allows you or, or exemption that allows you to break the speed limit, run red lights, you are not an emergency vehicle. And uh, I'm assuming you're not a medical professional. Most of the time when we're transporting, when, when ambulance is transporting somebody, they are doing that after stabilizing them. They're giving them advanced medical treatment before they even leave the, the, their, their, the originating scene. So you, you could really be doing damage. Uh, if you if you're in a, if it's a minor situation, well, then it's not a, an immediate emergency, emergency. Uh, so you have even less level leg to stand on when it comes to challenging why you were charged for speeding when you were speeding. If it's minor and you want to drive someone and they're stable and it's safe, drive to the hospital, follow the rules. If you are uh, needing true medical assistance right where you are because it's an emergency, call an ambulance. Yep, absolutely. That's why they're allowed to, to do that. They also have a dedicated driver who's driving while somebody else is treating the patient. Like, it, there's a lot going on. It's not as simple as just driving you there. And sirens and mm. lights and, you know, professional training, things like that. Yeah. And they're responsible when it happens. And you would be responsible for that, everything that happens if you were driving. All right. Uh, what happens if you drive by yourself on a G1 license? Well, you're not a licensed driver. You're a learner's permitted driver. You need to have a supervising driver in order for uh, your license to truly be valid. You'd be violating a condition that would get you a 30-day suspension on first uh, conviction, a 90 on second. You'd get kicked out on the third, meaning you have to start the program all over again. And what else can I tell you about this? Um, they would not cover you on insurance if you were in a collision. Yep. There's also a charge for G1 drive-on accompanied, which is a $110 fine. Uh, Sager says, with... 
was this? Oh, which trucks can a G2 driver drive? Uh, they can drive any truck that is covered by a G-Class license. There's no, there's no extra special change when you get your full G. In fact, a G1 technically can drive those vehicles as well, although we don't suggest that you learn to drive a big truck while you are learning to drive, period. Right. But a G, you can't drive a big truck, like a full-size transport truck with no, a no, G license. No, a, a vehicle that is covered by the G series. Right. Yeah. And is it illegal to change lanes at the lights, or is it just unsafe? Now, if you mean within an intersection, which I think you're talking about, uh, it's not illegal, but it is not suggested because, well, people are expecting certain things to happen while you're inside of a, an intersection and making those uh, those changes that go outside of the norms put you at risk at a collision. Not illegal, but you would be responsible if you were changing lanes within a collision, sorry, within an intersection and it caused a collision. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Steve, is it Nelson? Nelson? I can't pronounce your name. I'm not trying very hard, but I'm not doing a very good job of it. Uh, it says, it's not illegal to dress up as a cop. You need to actually try and pass yourself off to someone. Otherwise, they'd not be allowed to make TV shows, movies, or other things. So, Very true. Yeah, and that's why we talk about what, what's the intent. Yeah, but, you know, if you're wearing an actual police uniform, if you're carrying, you know, it it's, depends on, if I saw someone wearing a police uniform that was passing off as a police officer, yeah, there'd have to be a context of them trying, but you're getting pretty close by wearing an actual uniform or something that really resembles. Yeah, and it all depends on the situation, where you are, what you're doing, and yeah. how people perceive it. If people are changing their behavior because they believe that you're a police officer, even if you're not holding yourself out to be, you actually are holding yourself out to be. You're doing a really good job yeah. <laughs> of impersonating a police officer. But uh, TV shows, movies, and other things are usually closed sets, and very obviously the giant cameras uh, and and lighting systems, and there's, there's a movie going on. And they usually yeah. hire police to close those sets. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, Glenn Jarvis, why am I seeing true motorcycle? What am I seeing? One second, moving, moving in here, moving down the screen. Glenn Jarvis, why am I seeing true motorcycles roaring up the bicycle lane to pass traffic? Oh, you're seeing motorcycles in the bike lane. Well, because they're breaking the law. That, that's right. why you're seeing them. They're, they're absolutely um, breaking the law. I, I don't have any excuse for them because there is no excuse. Um, and sadly, until we see it happen, until we can catch them, uh, there's not much to do about it. You can, however, make reports um, on our website, tps.ca, and on that website, you can make a specific report about a specific vehicle. It doesn't mean we can necessarily lay a charge, but we can certainly track that use if they have a plate. So many motorcycles yep. are not are, are flipping their plates. Uh, let's see here. We got... Good morning. You often mention that traffic to uh, demerit points stay for two years, but by drivers, abstract shows for three years. What's, uh, what's the difference? So, yes, demerit points are only on your license for two years from the date of the offense after a conviction is registered. While your conviction, your abstract, shows for three years, and it stays there for three years from the date of conviction. Two different clocks. One is for the Ministry of Transportation to track you for the purposes of taking your license away. One is for tracking your, your your convictions because your insurance company looks at one. Insurance companies don't care at all about your points. They don't see them. They see convictions. Uh, so two different two different things entirely. But they, they, yeah, different clocks, that's why. Demerit points and convictions, two separate things. Very different, yes. Can I drive with no shoes? I grew up thinking you had to wear shoes. And we do endorse shoes. Shoes, shoes are good. Shoes are good. But they're not legally required. Shoes are good just in case. You get the unfortunate instance of getting into a collision. 
and you have to exit your vehicle very, very quickly, maybe with debris or glass or chemicals. stuff around, chemicals. Bad stuff. Yeah. Well, Jason Bourne says you should never wear anything that you uh, can't run in. That's very true. Yeah, you might be saving the world or running from it. Uh, let's see here. If you're in, let's see, if you are from a jurisdiction that requires a driver's license for a Vespa, what is this? Only require a car driver's license for a Vespa. Would that be okay if you came to Ontario since they don't issue one? Hmm. So no, you, you couldn't operate it here. Yeah, because here you require a driver's license you need for a motorcycle. motorcycle license. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I, you know, it, it, it is a very. I wonder if their license covers that. I don't know. I've never, I've never thought about this. Well, I. At very least, I'd probably charge them. Because until they, they could have the conversation with the courts, I'd have to find some exemption to not charge them. I rented a Harley in Hawaii quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. I had to prove that I had an, an actual motorcycle operator's permit. Right, but if they brought their Vespa here, it's registered there. Like I'm trying to think of all the because I don't have a good answer for you. I I would assume you need a license, but how, and, and now I'm playing devil's advocate of they rode here legal from their country. They crossed the border because someone mm-hmm. let them in. I don't know. So here's an example. Um, in New Brunswick, mm-hmm. you, at 14 years old, you can operate a yes. motorcycle on the road that is less than 100 cc's. Um, can you do that in Ontario? If you're 16, that person? you have to be 16 regardless of what the laws are of your home country or state. Exactly. So, yeah, okay. No, you convinced me. It's good. I like these dialogues. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, unless there's an exemption, which I'm not aware of. Then I would I, I would agree. I would say no. Yeah. Anybody else operating a Vespa here in Ontario requires a specific motorcycle license. I like it, uh, but I like the also the truly unique. This is where we we credit Chase for you know questions from left field because uh, no one makes no one, us think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Toronto Police Traffic Unit: Can you smoke cigarette during driving? Uh, as a police officer in a police car, no. Because it's a workplace. Because it's a workplace. And, we have, yeah. uh, and that means any vehicle that's commercial uh, is, is a workplace vehicle and you're not allowed to smoke in it. Work, uh, uh, smoke Including transport area. trucks yeah. or uh, that. So. Sure, it happens every day, but it's not legal. Yep. If you're driving and you have passengers under the age of 16, you are not allowed to smoke while driving. Yes. Or smoke in the vehicle regardless of whether you're driving. Whether it's your vehicle or not. That's right. Uh, we got that twice. But yes, you can't smoke in your car. Just don't throw it out the window. Oh, God. Yeah, motors, I've been hit by so many cigarette butts over the years. I've been riding for a long, long time. But Yes. Throw your garbage out the window and light it on fire before you throw it out. There are a lot of uh, mattresses that have been set ablaze from that. And cars driving with smoke coming from the mattress that they had strapped to their, their roof. Uh say roof? Roof. <laughs> See, better than saying bark. I'm currently laughing at my own dad joke for today. Okay, I, I look forward to seeing this dad joke. Uh, I, I see lots of cars with tempered number plate. No one can read the number. Uh, why are they not getting caught? They are. I pull them over all the time. Mm-hmm. That bugs me. I, and and There's it, only one reason to put a colored, tempered, um, not optically correct, or any cover over your license plate. It's to stop somebody from reading it. I mean, there are people who want to protect their plates, but 99% of them prevent you from reading it properly or are intending to prevent cameras from uh, recording. So that, that even if your your intention was to prevent it from getting damaged, it's not lawful. 
Oh, and then there's the advertising ones, the ones that your car dealer puts oh, on. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I, re I forgot to do? I forgot to talk about uh, Vision Zero Enforcement Team. So I will do that right now. Uh, and the oh, it, and before I do that, I want to mention the fact that we do enforce them, but our priority, and this is going back to the license plate frame and covers, we do enforce them, but our priority is going to be safety. And although there are reasons, good reasons to enforce that, we focus on uh, those who choose to speed, drive aggressively, drive impaired, drive distracted. And that's where I rem was reminded about Vision Zero Enforcement Team. That's what they focus on every single day. And today they are focused on uh, 23 and 53 division. That's Rexdale, Jamestown, Martin Grove, Lawrence Park, Young, Eglinton, Rosedale, Eastside, neighborhoods where road people live, work, and play and deserve to be safe. Yeah, I say that a lot. Uh, but they focus on those those primary goals of, of protecting uh, life and uh, protecting uh, from injury. Uh, and the license plate frames, not, they're, they're important, but those are the priorities. Uh, I, if we had maybe double the number, I don't know, numbers. If we had more officers, we'd probably be able to deal with every single law. So people don't like that we don't get through all of them. Because there's a, there's a big deal with with so many offenses that are being induced from people riding on sidewalks with their bicycles and putting pedestrians in risk or, um, you know, cyclists who don't stop for uh, stop signs or, or tinted windows. Like there's, there's offenses taking place everywhere, mm -hmm. but we, we can't do, deal with can't all do everything. Yeah. We're not everywhere all the time. Yeah. Uh, Zaid says, why they dodge my question. It was if someone needs immediate medical attention, emergency services don't pick up. Can I break the speed limit to get to the hospital? So I, I, again, no. Yeah, you, you can't do it. No. Um, now we don't it's, not pick it's up, no. but you you can't you can't break the law. You can drive lawfully and risk you know transporting somebody. Not that that's a good idea. Ideally, you want to wait for EMS, and and that is going to be you know we we we're, we're depending on where you are. You could be in a rural area, and I've had many people uh, tell me that ambulance is two hours away from where they are. That's where you talk to the person on uh, at dispatch and say, here's my situation, and take direction. Because I've heard many stories where dispatch in rural communities will say, drive to the next major town, because we're going to be driving the other way, and we'll meet you there. Yep, and, and that's fine. Take direction, but so, do not break the law. By the letter of the law, are you allowed to speed? Do you get a free pass? Do you Are you allowed to go through stop signs? No. no. Police can't go through stop signs. No. Uh, why? Oh, yeah, we, we got that. Ian, Ian sharing good advice says never pay a mover in advance. That goes to a, uh, a comment earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what is this? Stephen Bell. What's the fine for stopping at a red light, waiting for the light to turn green to block the fire department driving? Just wondering. My uh, did I read that right? What is the fine for stopping at a red light? Waiting for the light to turn green to block the fire department driveway. Mm Oh, there, you failed to... There, okay, because they stopped in an area that was no stopping and they're blocking the, the driveway. Well, is it signed for no stopping? Is it... Most most of them are. Most Well... Not all of them. It all... It depends, I guess. It depends? Depends. 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 I don't depends know what that fine is. is. Is that a bylaw or HTA? Blocking... It would be a failed... I don't know what that would be. Well, I've never laid sign if there's a If there's a sign saying do not block... But I would think they'd have a bigger a bigger fine. You You would hope they'd have a bigger fine. Uh, Chris says, hey, Sean, it's Chris. I was at the Fan Expo, uh, Fan Expo with you in August, enjoying the stream, all the best. Thanks, Chris. Much appreciated. Uh, we were just, and, and it's so funny that you mentioned Fan Expo because uh, a Sergeant Harris was in here earlier, and she said, 
how was Fan Expo? So I was talking about it not uh, not uh, but a few hours ago. Uh, and I was talking about how many people who were at Fan Expo watch us online. So it was, it was it was a good conversation. And now you've just closed the loop. Weird what happens when the universe is listening. Or Alexa. <laughs> just saying. Uh, if you get caught driving without insurance, does your vehicle get impounded? So you're driving no insurance, does your vehicle get impounded? No. Um, it should be, though. I would think it should be. Yeah, there's no law that says that... It gets impounded. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, you're not moving your car if I have if you have no insurance. So if you're stopped on the side of the road, I'm going to tow your car because it's a bylaw offense. And there's no possible way to do it unless you can get an insurance policy on the phone right there and right then. And that's probably not happening because you probably don't have insurance because you can't get insurance. Right. So And yeah. they won't give you insurance because <coughs> I'm going to charge you with operating no insurance. Which is going to make it very difficult for you. Yes. Yes. Um, the answer is don't drive your vehicle, period, if it doesn't have insurance, period. If you have your own tow truck, you can come get it. It doesn't have to be impounded. It's not held for any period of time. Uh, if you are able to pull into a parking lot before you get stopped. Before. If it's if you're lawfully able to park it there, if they let you, which they probably won't if they find that you have no insurance on it and they don't want the liability. It's... It's a ton of questions. It's a ton of problems. Uh, let's move on to Glenn Jarvis, who has another question. I've also noticed lately how many drivers are tailgating fire trucks and ambulances that are on the emergency calls. Yes, and it drives me bananas. And if I'm a, back in the day when I was on the road, if I saw someone doing that, I'd pull them over. Yeah, yeah. It's, I it, uh, I had somebody trying to follow me up the Don Valley Parkway. I was, I was going to emergency situation. Oh. Three quarters of the way up to the the situation, things calmed down. I was able to slow down. Other units had arrived. And this guy behind me, guess what? Didn't you stop him? I did. That's fantastic. Yep. He says, well, I was just doing the same thing you were doing. Without the ambulance, uh, without the lights and sirens and lawful authority. Yep. Passing <laughs> off the roadway, careless driving, oh, a whole bunch of stuff. Good stuff. These are the stories that warm my heart. Yep. Uh, Ian says, the Nova Scotia sh- uh, shooter from two years ago had an exact replica of an RCMP cruiser. How was that legal? Well, they've done some some investigating and they're working to change the laws as to what can happen, but it hasn't come through yet, and yep. at least not in, in Ontario. Is that going to be Canada-wide when it finally happens, or if it happens? I don't know. Remains to be was seen. He, was he holding himself out as an RCMP officer? Was he pulling people over? Well, it, well, he was killing people, unfortunately. Well, but, at one point he was. But prior but to that, was he? No. And can you have... There's, there's nothing that says you can't own that right now. And there's vehicles that uh, that uh, that say out of service, and there's people that own these vehicles and take them to car shows. It's 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 muddy water right now, but it, uh, it at the moment it doesn't appear to be illegal. Yep. Uh, Radix says, can can the accompanying fully licensed passenger of a G1 driver have any alcohol present in their system? They have to have. They cannot have more than point zero five. They have to be legally. They have to be able to legally. Be able to operate a vehicle, so they can Easy have. For you to say, yeah, I'm, yeah, no, I'm having some blah blah blah. But uh, they can have alcohol in their system if they're capable. I'm going to say that there have to be uh, 22 and a full G license. Yep. But uh, so they have to be 22. So they can't be someone who has a, a a condition that says they can have no alcohol. So until you're 22, you or yeah, if you're a G class licensed driver, you have to be 22 before you can have any alcohol in your system. So I would assume that you have to be maintaining your conditions as well and then you have to be under 0.05 must be lawful for you to to operate the vehicle when you're instructing yes a g1 driver supervising 
Uh, let's see here. Oh, here's a good question from Ian. Referring to screens visible to driver, what about the Tesla sedan, which looks like a screen from Star Trek? Good point. So it's specific to handheld communication and handheld entertainment screens. The ones that are built into the dashboard, presuming you're not watching movies on them, uh, which would be illegal, uh, this, the, the infotainment systems are illegal. So, yes, it's, it, things have changed because a TV screen was un, unlawful mm -hmm. uh, to be in the view of the driver. And that's from back in the 80s when we had big TVs. And, and little TVs. And little TVs. So, yes, depends what you're doing with it. If you're watching a movie on it, then yes. Yes, that, that becomes... Because it becomes a TV screen. Right. There's no exemption at that point. Um, and careless driving is always eligible. Even if you're like, changing the heat setting on your tushy warmer in your car, if you're so distracted from what you're doing and it's impacting your ability to drive safely, that's that's a problem. Uh, let's see here. We got... In a month, I suggest to put a cruiser just to deal with it. Oh, uh, just saying we should, we should put a vehicle dedicated on tint patrol. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. It's not my call, but I, I think that's great. Can I park my car with expired plates on my driveway? Am I going to get an expired license ticket? Uh, depends on your the bylaws of your municipality. Now, we don't have stickers anymore in Ontario, but I know that some jurisdictions do not allow or require valid plated vehicles. On his driveway? Yes. Certain uh, certain jurisdictions, certain municipalities. All right. It's so I can tell you the, the Highway Traffic Act does, does not, not right. stop you. But if you put plates on the wrong vehicle, mm -hmm. that's an offense under the Highway Traffic Act. Yes, I agree. But uh, it's a weird thing. that certain, like, you, there, and I think even in the city of Toronto, there's a maximum number of vehicles, and you can't have unplated vehicles in your property for that's vital. Right. That's right. Um, so maybe I'm confusing things. Maybe it's the unplatedness. And not the expiredness. Yeah, I don't think there's one for an expired. No, it might be on the road. As long as it's lawfully on that vehicle. Yeah, maybe it's just on the road. Because I know parking enforcement used to go and write tickets for the expired plates. Yep. I wonder if they still do that. Nope. They should do that. They don't. They should. Andrew King, are running lights required by law during the day? I see a lot of cars without them. Hmm. Are you talking the daytime, daytime. running lights? I think daytime running lights are required to be on vehicles that are sold, yep. I don't think they're enforceable if they don't function. And imported. And imported? And imported. Okay. Yes, you have to have a RIV inspection done and they have to have daytime running lights. But I don't think it's an offense if you don't have them. No, I don't believe it is. Just like a third taillight. The center, the, that, that's not, there's no offense for not having that. If it's, if it was, like it doesn't have to work. If it, the light bulb burns out. Right. Burns out. But yeah. if you were to, Purchase it, it would be required to have. And and for possibly for safety. for safety. Yeah, yeah. For speeding in an emergency, I went into labor an hour away from the hospital and wouldn't let my husband speed. Just not worth it. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because Zombie has a follow-up that says, to whoever stole my punchline, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the... Is, was that the whole joke or... Oh, yeah, it's the whole joke. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie who has the best of the dad jokes. Yes. Yeah, always. Always you have the best dad jokes. And uh, I, I like had a that. couple this weekend. I can't remember them. No. They were pretty good. They stole your punchline too. Uh, let's see here. 
In many states, no insurance is an automatic impound. Pennsylvania is famous for this. Pennsylvania also arrests you, I think it's Pennsylvania, for 20 over the limit. Um, yeah. Pennsylvania? Pretty sure it's Pennsylvania. So there's 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 different laws everywhere. Like impaired driving is a thing on a bicycle in Florida. You can be arrested for so many things. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's wow. So I, and I have to find it. I have a book from the that was given to me by a Florida uh, sheriff's office that 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 dictates or, or or describes all of the laws similar to uh, Shield Basic. But it's amazing what is criminal. Like driving without a license is criminal. I'm pretty sure anyway. Uh, and they have different, their law system's totally different. Uh, Sam Andrews, can you drive with no driver's side airbag in Ontario? So you cannot remove a driver's side airbag. Um, if it's expel, if it's spent and you didn't replace it, your vehicle is no longer safe. It would not pass safety. And I would say that that would cause your vehicle to be driving in a unsafe condition. So I would say it's illegal. Hmm. And this is actually something that uh, you know we've talked about because so many so many drivers uh, in in the custom car world remove, which is an offense, their their steering wheels because they're taking out the airbag and they're replacing it with either a quick release or a steering wheel that does not include an airbag. That vehicle is no longer safe and it's no longer like that vehicle is designed to have a seatbelt system that works in conjunction with an airbag system. Now the vehicle is unsafe, mm-hmm. and that was based on the manual that I'd been reviewing and. You know, the, what the, manual is that? It was uh, pu- supplied by one of our partner agencies. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But if it's I'm illegal gonna, to remove it, I'm going to look into that. Yeah, I mean, it's worth it's worth I'm further discussion. Yep. But it's certainly something that they Things articulate. Make you go. Hmm. Hmm. Are you guys hiring? Oddly enough, we are. We are always looking for good people who want to do good work. And uh, if you are interested in becoming a member of the Toronto Police Service. I would suggest you go to tps.ca forward slash careers. I pressed the wrong button because I wanted to be able to press that, which I have now done. So the uh, the website will take you to the careers page where you can see all about our jobs that are available for application. Um, the one most notable is that we're looking for police officers. They have that big old button that says apply now. And if you read through this page, all your information uh, all the information you'd ever want to know about becoming a police officer is probably there. Although I do suggest reaching out and speaking to a recruiter because they'd be the best people to talk to uh, about stuff and things. Now, special constables, parking enforcement officer, comms operator, these are other jobs uh, that uh, that are that, that are notable that you can have you know pages for uh, more information on. Uh, we are hiring auxiliaries. There is now an auxiliary opportunity. They are hiring for next year for the I think it's a January class. Uh, I started my career with the Toronto Police as a an auxiliary officer. It was about six months later that uh, I I applied to be a court officer and as a special constable. I'm going to uh, step out and take this. Okay, so I think that it is a great opportunity if you're looking for a volunteer opportunity. Um, yeah, there's that. Now, in terms of civilian roles, there are many ways to serve your community and the Toronto Police Service, uh, or or any police service for that matter, without wearing a uniform, without putting yourself at risk on the road. Uh, the ones in these change all the time, there's currently four. Infrastructure solutions specialist. Uh, that is one, manager, employer services, law clerk and legal services, and of course, communications operator, which is on the last page. So if you are interested, <laughs> chair in the way, uh, if you are interested in becoming a member of a, mag- a, a magical, a, a, I think it's magical, a magical, are we an institution, organization? Yeah. 
now will the organization. Uh, if you want to work with great people and have a great career, uh, this is definitely a place that you should give some thought to. But police services across Canada and the United States are currently in a position where they are hiring people. So it's a good time to get hired. Uh, let's see here. That was the are you guys hiring question. Uh this question is, so like our municipality cars have to have plate on it but doesn't have to be valid, just have a plate registered to the vehicle. Huh? <laughs> um, wh what do you mean? You mean like cars registered to the municipality? All vehicles on the road have to have valid plates. Now, interesting, uh, provincially registered plates have di used to have different stickers. I don't think they had to renew them in the same way. But, uh, yeah, they still have to be registered. In Ontario, do you issue a fine for driving with an expired temp tag? Yes, it's good only for 10 days. 10 days. After that, you're driving with a plate that is not valid. Simple as that. Uh, do, do. I, think, I, think, I think we're up to date. I think we've got it all, and we're 12 minutes after 11, which means it's the end of the show, and I will now stop, uh, stop talking about stuff and things. Well, we can talk about, is jaywalking legal? I saw this question from earlier. Jaywalking is not a thing. We don't have charges for jaywalking. We do have bylaws for crossing uh, outside of a signalized intersection, I think within 15 meters of one. Uh, but cross, cross or mid-block crossing isn't specifically illegal. It is dangerous. It is not wise. Uh, but it is not. there's no charge for it. Okay. Uh, dad joke from Saturday. Harry Potter can't tell the difference between his cooking pot and his best friend. They're both called Ron. And, of course, I put this in front of you without reading the joke. What is a hyena's favorite type of candy? Snickers. Um, that was like a boomerang. Uh, I stepped on some cornflakes this uh, morning. I guess I'm a serial killer. Cereal. 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 Cereal? Cornflakes? Yeah. It's not that bad. It's not good. No sound effect at all for that one. Uh, I hope you had a great weekend. <laughs> Zombie likes the throw. Uh, yeah, I hope you had a great weekend. I, I really do. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. And tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. doing this all over again. And that's it. That's all. Uh, I'm going to play the song uh, that we didn't play on Friday. I realized that I ended the show without playing it. So I'll play it now. This is the traffic song. Written, performed, recorded, all here by police officer. Who's downstairs. Possibly right now.
so two things are true. I said I was going to tell a story at the beginning, and I've now forgotten what story I was going to tell and whether or not I told it. So I'm having a moment. <laughs> I can't remember anything. And then I posted the video this morning uh, that said, what did it say? It was it was of a motorcycle that was riding on the shoulder to pass traffic, and they passed me because it was in my, my, it was my dash cam. That's where the video came from. And I just had a quick look at some of the uh, the comments, which I think are, I always find entertainment in the comments. So the question was, do you think that they should be charged for like drive off roadway, unsafe passing, uh, careless stunt, dangerous, what do you think? And people, one, one person put, yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, and then Bruce said dangerous and uh, somebody said all of the above. Uh, it, it is always a, a, a true pleasure uh, to read through the comments. I don't always have time to get through all of them. I'm, I'm way behind. I'm like, 100 or maybe 400 messages in the DMs. I'm working to get through them all. Anyway, uh, it's been a blast. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a great day. Drive safe, drive sober, and uh, stay happy. Keep smiling. Do that thing. We'll see you soon. Somewhere there's a button in this thing.